1: Hey friendos and Larson, just me as you can tell, Steve, he is not here, Uh, he is still in beautiful Santa Cruz, California, I am here however, so I'll be the one bringing you the news today for this news brief, Um, so for the time being I will steal Steve's gimmick and say uh, we're going to try to keep things brief today, what's in the news, he does that way better than I do anyways, first up. Bianca Belair, she has found herself right in the middle of this ongoing saga between Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, match at WrestleMania, NXT Women's Championship, um, uh, so much so that uh, Charlotte, following uh, Rhea's defeat of Bianca for the NXT Women's title in Portland, uh, when Charlotte came to the ring, she laid out Rhea, said, yes, I will face you at Mania, and then, for whatever reason, just tossed Bianca into the ring steps. And I think this continued involvement in this feud for Bianca has uh, given people hope or at least fed some speculation that uh, maybe she will be in the match at Mania, make the one-on-one match a triple threat match. So, Sports keto's Gary Cassidy recently asked Rhea about the possibility of that very thing happening, to which Rhea responded, quote, "...if they add Bianca Belair to it, I honestly don't mind." I love fighting Bianca, and if she got put into the match, I'd be all for it. I'm not going to argue about it and say that she doesn't deserve it because she does deserve it. She deserves her WrestleMania moment, and if she gets added to it, I'm not going to complain. Um, I, for one, uh, think that uh, 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 Bianca being added to this match would be spectacular. She's a spectacular talent, um, uh, as is Rhea, as is Charlotte. Um, And if you could find a means, a way... To showcase more of the amazing women talent in NXT on a large platform. By all means, please, yes, do it. And they could be, uh, they could have started setting this whole thing up going as far back as the Rumble when Bianca had a dominant performance, I believe, eliminating eight competitors. Um, She's found herself involved in the storyline um, almost from the beginning, uh, and I just think I think it would be great to add her to the match. It'd be a great spotlight for her for the entirety of the NXT women's division. Um, And I guess, you know, uh, from WB standpoint, if they're looking to have this match, add star power to it um, and at the same time uh, have a way for either Bianca or Rhea to win without Charlotte eating a pin, then either Rhea or Bianca would be the one to take the defeat. Um, I hope they don't do that because I think if either Rhea or Bianca are to win this match... It's more effective. You're telling a better story. And you're really getting over NXT if you have either Bianca or Rhea pin Charlotte to do so to win the match. That being said, sometimes WWE likes to have their cake and eat it too. They like to protect uh, certain uh, wrestlers. So, you know, if, if they want to add a third party to the match so Charlotte doesn't have to eat the pin, I think they're, they're 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 not telling the most effective story that could be, but I would understand why they would do it. Um, nonetheless, I think Bianca being in the match would be great. She's spectacular. I don't know what her odds of winning would be. Um, I'd be totally for her winning. I think that'd be awesome if she did. Uh, nonetheless, being in that match, being involved uh, would be huge for her, and I think it would really add a lot to the match and the story being told at WrestleMania. Uh, someone who... Uh, Maybe showing up main roster WWE, a uh, former huge name in the MMA world. So word started going around, I believe, earlier this week or late last week that former UFC star Tito Ortiz had been at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, um, and this visit was to serve as, as PW Insider put it, quote, an introductory meeting spread out over several days so Ortiz and WWE could feel each other out and see if the two sides might be able to work together down the line. So, I don't know if ESPN reached to, uh, reached out to WWE or vice versa, but uh, WWE apparently confirmed ESPN's Mark Ramadi that this was indeed the case, with Ramadi reporting, quote, UFC Hall of Famer Tito Ortiz trained at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando last week, WWE confirmed with ESPN. So I'm not that well versed in the MMA world or UFC. I've watched stuff here and there. Uh, I'm not at all familiar with Tito Ortiz's work in the UFC. I am aware of his name. Uh, I think he was in. He wrestled in Impact for a little bit. Um, I read that he's like 45 or 46 years old. Um, I, my understanding that he is uh, past his prime in the world of MMA. Um, I would speculate that uh, he is past his peak of, uh, mainstream notoriety. Um, and I, I mean, I guess if WB really wants to bring him in, I mean, I wouldn't be excited about it, but if it's a situation where it's, Hey, let's do Tito versus, I don't know, a non WB champion Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, whatever, I don't care. Um, it's, I, I just don't necessarily see what he's going to add to the product. It's not like he's going to bring a ton of mainstream eyeballs. Um, to a WrestleMania if he's involved, because uh, I don't think his name carries the weight it did probably 10 or 15 years ago when he was, you know, at, at you know, a, a UFC champion. I just don't think people are, are going to be that drawn to the name um, because he's there. I don't know how many more eyeballs he brought to Impact when he was there, if any. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm I guessing making the transition, transition from the world of MMA to pro wrestling is is probably easier than making the transition from, uh, you know, any other sports endeavors to WB. That being said, he's in his mid forties. Uh, there's a lot of mileage on him, um, because he's been fighting for a very long time. I don't know. I just don't, don't, I don't, I don't really see what he brings to the product. They got so many other really talented guys, men and women on the roster who aren't getting enough TV time as is. And, uh, I'd much rather see WB invest the time and energy to push the, the really talented men and women on the roster now as opposed to bringing in another name in hopes of getting more mainstream attention to get some more mainstream eyeballs in the product because I don't really think in the, at the end of the day it's going to work. I mean, like we saw with Kane Velasquez, who is younger and, and probably uh, uh, more ready to slide into the world of pro wrestling. Um, and, and I don't really feel like his name carried a whole lot of impact when he showed up on uh, the first episode of SmackDown. So, I don't know. I'd I'd much rather see WWE focus on building new stars, uh, uh, pushing the talent they have on the roster currently. Speaking of pushing new stars, Impact seems all about that, and they just signed themselves a pretty huge name off the independent circuit. So, uh, Impact announced yesterday they they signed up-and-coming indie star Chris Bay to a deal, I believe Bay has worked some uh, impact dates, as well as making a one appearance on 205 Live late last year. I'm not super familiar with Chris Bay's work. I I, I know of him. I believe he wrestled some for Best of the West here in California. Um, But from what I've seen and heard, uh, dude's really good. He's young. I think he's 24. Um, And these are the type of uh, signings that Impact has been doing. And, and it's gonna, you know, assuming they can keep things going on a creative standpoint and assuming enough people can watch their product, if signings like this is gonna do Impact a lot of good. Um, I believe Cody said in his media call for Dynamite this week that uh, Chris Bay was a name that he was paying attention to. So it was really smart of Impact to go sign him to a deal and uh, hopefully he'll be a huge star for them because from my understanding, dude's got a a ton of talent in the sky's the limit for him. Uh, Final bit of news, and probably the one I'm most excited about, AAA. Most fun wrestling promotion in the entire world, as far as I'm aware of. Uh, If you weren't there to join us for our Triple Mania stream last August, wow, you missed out. Uh, Thanks to Twitch, uh, AAA at least did Allow Twitch streamers to co-stream their shows, and Triple Mania doing that was an absolute blast. We had like two thousand people join us; it was awesome. So, Triple A's second biggest show of the year, I think. Ray de Reyes happened in March twenty-first. It's a Saturday. They're streaming it on Twitch. So, assuming they we're allowed to co-stream, we will be doing that again, like it did with Triple Mania. It was an absolute blast. Uh, if you got nothing going on March twenty-first, I highly recommend uh, you circle your calendars uh, save, you know, three, four hours, watch the show with us. It's an absolute blast. Anyways, uh, AAA announced the card. Uh, I'll go through some highlights here. Um, I'm guessing this is the main event cause it's listed first. You got psycho clown Mur- monster clown and murder clown trio clowns, uh, versus Roosh LA park and bestia del ring. Uh, the, uh, Losin Gobernables versus, I think they're called psycho circus. The, the clown guys, I think they're called Psycho Circus. I could be wrong here. I can double check on that real quick. Um, but uh, that'll be fun. Let me double check and make sure I get this right. Yes, Psycho Circus is what is, is, is their faction name, if you will. Moving on. Uh, next, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Ray de Reyes match. I believe it's kind of like a gauntlet match. Wash it last year. There's a lot going on, a lot going on. Um, uh anyways, uh, I believe Aerostar won it last year without falling off anything high. Uh participants in this year's Ray to Reyes match are as follows. Blue Demon Jr., let's see if he brings his hammer. Uh Aerostar again, maybe he will all fall off something high. Uh Michael Nakazawa, AEW's Michael Nakazawa. Uh Mascarita Sagrada, and I apologize if I'm if I mispronounce any of these names, Mr. Iguana, uh Nino Ambergesia, uh Dave the Clown, Ares. Nastia and Viano 3 Jr. That'll, that'll be fun. Uh, and then uh, the AAA Mega Championship will be defended. The current champion, Kenny Omega, will be defending against Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid's really good, so that'll be fun. Um, uh, AAA Tag Team Championships will be defended. Lucha Brothers, the current champions, of course, it's Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, will be defending against the Rascals, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Uh, there's triple A trios championship match. Uh, El Hijo del Vikingo, Mystices Jr. and Octagon Jr. Defending against uh, Reyes Scorpion, Tejano Jr. And La, I'm sorry, La, La, Hydra, La Hydra? My apologies again if I mispronounce. Uh, Pagano will be in action. Uh, uh, chess man as well. Superfly, hopefully he doesn't bust his head open again. And many more. Uh, the card looks great. Um, It should be a lot of fun. Again, assuming we can uh, co-stream, we will definitely. March 21st is Saturday. Not sure what time the the show starts yet, Uh, but we'll be here. We'll be doing it and it should be a blast. Uh, Before I make my leave of you all, let us look into what to expect tonight from NXT and AEW. First AEW stack show, uh, likely main event, Steel cage bout, first in AEW history between Cody and Wardlow. Of course, MGF likely get involved. Maybe Arn Anderson, too. Maybe we'll see a Spinebuster. buster. That'll be fun. Also, man, another great match. John Moxley versus Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb's in-ring debut in AEW. Of course, uh, as far as we know, he's only agreed to a few dates. Uh, beyond that, who knows? But hopefully he sticks around because Jeff Cobb is outstanding. We got an AEW tag team title match. You got the champions, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page taking on Lucha Brothers. Uh, I feel like I know who's going to win this match. Nonetheless, it should be spectacular because both teams are great. Speaking of tag teams, there's also a tag team battle royal. Winner of this bout will be uh, number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Championships and they will get their shot at said titles at Revolution. Some of the teams involved here in this graphic they have, Young Bucks, Jurassic Express, Butcher and the Blade, Strong Hearts, Best Friends, um, that looks like Dark Order, uh, Hybrid 2, Private Party, SCU, and XLAX stacked lineup, and that should be spectacular. Um, looking like a really good episode of uh, AEW tonight over on NXT. Uh, we're finally going to get Velveteen Dream's return match from injury. He's taking on Roderick Strong. Uh, Velveteen Dream has been playing all sorts of mind games uh, with Roddy, both on NXT TV and on social media. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jordan Devlin, looks like he's defending his Cruiserweight Championship against Leo Rush. That'll be spectacular. Uh, Chelsea Green is getting her rematch against Caden Carter. I'm willing to wager a small sum of money. Chelsea Green loses this match too. I'm wondering if they're gonna do the, uh, the, 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 the birth, the genesis of the hot mess based on this whole Robert Stone brand thing. Uh, And finally, what will the fallout of Johnny Gargano's shocking actions at TakeOver? Shocking indeed. So we'll see what Johnny has to say to explain himself and why he did what he did. Yep, looks to be a great evening of wrestling television as is every Wednesday. Um, Hope you all enjoy that. And thank you all for joining me. We'll be back, Steve and I, tomorrow uh, doing our AEW and NXT reviews um, and all the usual stuff we do. Uh, And, you know, hey, if you're watching this, you're feeling inclined, give this video a like, smash that like button. Let's get this up to 512. Sure, that's a good number. Uh, Thank you all for joining me, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.